Bowl 50. Super Bowl 50. That bit is scared when it says recording in progress. I know, right? I just I just feel like that's like saying um Nicki Minaj is better than Lil' Kim. You can't be better than the person who came before you. I didn't say you I absolutely say can't that be better than the person trying, that came before y'all you. Y'all trying to say something I'm not saying. Up the door. I, I said you can't be better than the person that came before you. I didn't say that. I said her national anthem to me now is better than Whitney's. No, I like in refs. No, it wasn't I can, flawless. Like after we have to endure after we have to endure the music of today and the difference of uh, taste and taste, I'm just saying I'm entitled to my opinion. And my opinion is, as a Whitney fan, I like Jasmine Sullivan's Can't be national true. anthem at yeah. the World Series. I'm, I'm a huge Whitney fan. I'm about to put this on Twitter because this is this is crazy. You have to this put it in context now. I'm not saying she was better than Whitney. I said her national anthem. No. Her we strongly disagree. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, say what you was gonna say. What you, what you say what you were saying before. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling y'all. I'm saying, out of all the national anthems, and we just brought up Beyonce. Now I forgot about Beyonce, but this is not the same because Beyonce was singing at a black man's at the first black press. That made sense, right? That made sense. Correct. I'm saying that mm -hmm. Beyonce never sung it to where we have a memorable thought, the national Correct. anthem at a sporting event. Agreed. Because of Whitney. Whitney has been the best national anthem that you could ever dream of as far in as life. singing. In, in life. In. Ever, ever, ever. Including Jasmine I'm saying is after seeing in the climate we're in today, politically, as black people, and hearing her sing, especially after the week we've had in Houston, it was in Texas. It was it got something it, it ignited like oh, because I first I thought she was gonna sing um, our national anthem, the colored folk one. I didn't think she was even gonna sing. I really didn't think she was for the scene the other because she was in that all black looking like Jasmine does. So How does I didn't start the... again. They got a whole introduction paragraph mm -hmm. before Whitney sings. You're asking what the Negro spiritual is? Is that what I'm is that what yeah, I'm saying? You, yeah, he is asking. He's asking how does it start? Go ahead, research department. Oh, look at that. <laughs> How does the how does the Negro national anthem go? We don't we don't know. Are we frauds? No, I know. I just don't know how to start. I don't want to start oh, in the middle. Okay. Of the I was asking for the general public, but okay. Um, now we've okay. been exposed. Who don't know? Okay, it? I know what it is. Lift every voice and see. Yes. Yeah, lift every voice and it starts just like that. I can't sing so. I know how I start. I, that's what I thought she was going to start with. So back to my my um, monologue in my ode to Jasmine Sullivan. Shout out Jasmine Sullivan. We love you. 
I just said after having her <laughs> seeing it and how black it was and just the climate we're in we got midterm elections going on it felt good to hear her just keep it black and she kept it blackity black and then when blackity she hit black that, black. that end part the end with that and uh, that free when she hit that free to the sea to the sea okay. it was like free ee -E -E. it, it took she, it she, she, be, she became i'm going to rate jasmine sullivan number one and whitney houston number two only because whitney houston ain't here um rip to uh defend her crown so that's just not, how i feel not that we care um but we might we may care we care about people's feelings what do you think the non-melanated folk at the game were thinking listening to her they were lost. They, they panned over to one dude. They panned over to one guy. And he was just like, like he didn't know what was happening. He, like mm -hmm. he was having an out of body experience. Well, was it like, amazement though? Mm, I, I don't know. know. They like, never mm, really, really black. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They would. I wouldn't say they would know though. Hmm. They don't understand. Cause you know as much as big black music is i mean country is big too so a lot of them hear it yeah they, yeah they hear it so much in country probably more than they ever hear it even in like pop like you don't hear bieber or taylor swift singing it like it's really right. country taylor swift started off uh, as a country singer i think i think she did like 1.4 million this first week this last album like that's nuts to me because you don't even be hearing that on the radio. People just love Taylor Swift. Like kids like her music, even though she's aged. Um, you know, she's older. Like people just like her stuff. I'm I'm I mean, don't listen to Taylor Swift, um, so disagree when it comes I just to Whitney to the Whitney Houston version. And I just have to reiterate my point. Agreed. This lady had a full orchestra behind her. <laughs> You'll hear her voice over the full orchestra. <laughs> okay, it was like three hundred. Do you know how hard it is? Do you know how hard that is? And the look, she didn't take a breath, not one breath. So I just came here to reiterate that P don't know what the fuck she's talking about. Okay, I mean. And on that note, go ahead and drop the music. So we okay, we'll just we'll just show. we'll just say. We agree. Whitney did an amazing job. She set the bar for sure. And Jasmine Sullivan did an amazing job as well. Everybody, right. everybody wins. Thank you. Blackness that's, wins. Blackness wins. Um, Black girl I mean, that's all I'm saying. It always wins. I wonder if y'all are going to be able to actually just do it like this. Can you hear me in the other room, D? Yeah, but not echoing. Like I'm, a, I, you want me to get up and close the other door? When you scream, oh, I can't you hear you. Oh, I'm just loud. Okay. Oh, D in the D in the future studio room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. she in the future okay. studio room. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Whatever time you're joining us, the cousins, thank you. Welcome back to the Call Your Cousins podcast, a now tangible group chat of cousins that wanted to share our thoughts, humor, and growth with the world, and everyone is invited, mostly. Uh, this is episode four. Um, it's been a, it's been kind of a quiet week in news. It's been 
quiet in the sense of there's not a whole lot of new things, um, but just repetitive um, stories and topics in and out of culture, people saying the same thing over and over and being, you know, crucified for the same things. Um, today we have with me our co-hosts, P and Twin, and we can't forget about the research team. D is here as what well. Up, what up, what up, what up? Good morning, fam. Good morning. Good morning. How y'all feeling? It's noon now. On the I mean, it's. I think in the chat, it don't matter what time of day. That's just that roll call. Correct. Right. Oh, it's morning had... for you. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's mm -hmm. always high drop. Mornings, whenever time you check in. Correct. That's pretty much how it goes, man. It's been a crazy couple weeks since, you know, we last spoke. I feel like every day something new, something different is changing. Um, mm -hmm. What kind of fallout did we, I think we may have highlighted on Kanye the most, but Kyrie, he's in the find out stage and I hate it for him. I hate it for Kyrie because I think Kyrie thought this was the vaccination. He thought this was COVID. And this ain't it, bruh. This ain't it. People are back to normal, business as usual. People forget that we are really in a recession. Checks ain't being cash. And this man really believed in his heart and soul that this was the time. This was the time for him to go and spew rhetoric hate now i'm not gonna get too much into what he posted and whatnot again. Oh, let's, let's what? recap for the audience let's recap in case nobody heard well i'm not gonna repeat it what you got a dub what did what did kyrie say see what he said because i told you i don't i don't tap I, into what he I said all was he retweeted some anti-semitic but i just immediately put that out of my mind because Kyrie been on my shit list for a while and I don't need to hear nothing else foolish from him. How? What did he do to you? What did he do to the black woman? Ever since he about the earth was flat, I just, I can't get down with nothing he say. Disclaimer, it, um, disclaimer y'all, shit list is uh, quite extensive. Continue. Uh, A-Dub, where's your uh, shot, bruh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Win. Timothy, win. go ahead and, uh, and mute that out. Shot number one goes to Ada with the Fonty shirt on. Does anybody know exactly what he said? Well, I want to review real quick in case the audience doesn't know what anti-Semitic means. Because some people, you know, they may not know. Um, it is a it's hostile to or prejudice against Jewish people. So what he posted on Twitter, um, he's, he posted a, I guess you could say documentary in support of anti-Semitic views. So therein lies, you know, some issues with some people, all people and or no one. Um, and you have to always remember that Jewish people own almost everything, including the NBA. So, 
you, you really don't have uh, freedom of speech like you think you do when you're in certain positions, AKA the NBA. I'm going to, um, I would like to add on to that because we say this when, to even say they own everything, right? Like that was one of the reasons or the slightest of terms that um, Germany, Germans used, you know, initially upon you know why they felt this need to oppress uh, a people and i think that what that community has been able to do after nearly being annihilated out of those um said countries and being killed because the thing that sucked really with Kyrie's statements he doesn't understand they have done the work to basically not allow people to talk shit about them period like you can't bring that hate shit around us because that's how you undo an entire community right that's how you wipe them off of the face of the earth you start small and so i think that he doesn't understand is that they have um post-world war ii and beyond that they have done as a community a job of making sure people don't do that now other groups of people said black people brown people and um we're gonna go ahead and put in a sexual orientation and identity in there as well that's what we're seeing us go through now is being able to put people in the mindset of these things you can't say them now freedom of speech or not he has a platform and it goes back to what we we're saying about Kanye and you know a lot of people have said for years that they don't even really care about what Kyrie says like I didn't know that twin just you know said about the earth being flat he spews conspiracies for a very very long time to the point where people who don't believe in those things still buy shoes you know it's harmless stuff that he's saying you can't talk about or retweet or or uh, peddle hate when it comes to Jewish people. And that's because they were nearly wiped off of the face of the earth in their heritage, and they're not having that. Now, black people experience the same thing with slavery in the African diaspora, absolutely. But have we gotten to the place of where people um, react that way? No, unfortunately. Have we gotten to that place of how people react like that when it comes to gay, lesbian, transgender i mean we're going to talk about d wade you know standing up and protecting his daughter uh miss zaya wade and you know you have to think about it from that perspective when we uh think about Kyrie. so that's my little so i don't care what he said what it's just that he's saying like, it he <laughs> well he found out he's in the find out stage now he is I will say that, um, I mean, the, the times that I've heard Kyrie speak on a non-basketball platform, he does sound like a very intelligent um, dude. <clears throat> I think he is a free thinker and does have a, like, a thirst for knowledge. Now, the reason he speaks this way, I don't know if he just has an urge to want to be different from other people and just completely go against the grain, or if he really wants to like have this knowledge. And I think, I think uh, he shouldn't be saying these anti-Semitic things or, or whatever you want to call it, because he does have the platform that he has. So it kind of come, comes off more as 
I don't know if he actually felt this way about about what he watched or if this was like a type of promotion, but I think he he has to be cut just a little bit of bail because he didn't create this documentary. All he did was tell people about it and it's readily available and accessible to anybody that wants to watch it. I believe it's on Amazon. So he can't take the complete brunt of, of uh, I guess, the responsibility for people being able to view this because he didn't make it. He didn't, he didn't put it on Amazon to, to be streamed. Yeah, um, but would we have seen that if Kyrie didn't make it available for us? We're not searching Amazon for anti-Semitic content. I show like, because I don't even want that on my phone. I don't that even could, want them thinking for me. I don't want them looking for me. That could be the way he, he found it because anti-Semitism has been in the news for the last two months as far as popular. Somebody might have, some, you could have Googled it and it, it might have popped up. That could have been how he found it. There's no telling who oh, else saw, saw it already. I, know, I can't, anybody that thinks the earth is flat, I, I can't, I just can't think of you as an intelligent person. I think like, he walked that back though. <laughs> but it was a long, it took him a long time to walk it back. Like he was really trying to explain how the earth is flat and why we should all believe him. And I just can't, I just can't. My yeah, science brain don't allow me to think of anyone intelligent who tries to yeah. tell me that the earth is flat you ain't know it's a um it's a cave in the grand canyon that'll take you to china in two hours you know that <laughs> i'm done no y'all ain't heard that one no no i stay away from foolishness okay i stay away from foolishness okay he's um he said that in a quote, he said, I'm an ominous and I meant no disrespect to anyone's religious beliefs. The anti-Semitic label that is being pushed on me is not justified and does not reflect the reality or truth I live in everyday life. I embrace and want to learn from all walks of life and religions. Um, in case anybody is wondering what an ominous is. Yes. It is, <laughs> it is the recognition and respect of all religions and their gods or lack thereof those who hold this belief are called omnis now because Kyrie is on this platform to me he doesn't get a oh this is a pass you have to be careful what you say words have you know meaning and you know because you are you're you know on the platform you are and you sit you know you sit higher than other people because you're an NBA player you have to be mindful about what you you know talking about or a tweet and it's not like he tweeted it and gave an explanation or a description as to why he was posting it he just tweeted it so now you have the masses to come up with their own rhetoric behind it and, and you can't be like oh i didn't know or you know there's some responsibility and accountability that you have to have for what you are saying and posting you can't just be like oh i didn't know no nah, he apologized he said the movie contains some false anti-Semitic statements, narratives, and language that were untrue and offensive to the Jewish race, race slash religion. So you need you once again, as an intelligent person with a platform, you need to research that before you start retweeting stuff. Or I'll own put it. some context. Or yeah, own it. Are you anti-Semitic or not? Don't be trying to backtrack now that you're getting dropped by all these people. But if you really didn't know, then you need to be more responsible in the future. 
I'm gonna just go out on a limb and say Kyrie did not write that. <laughs> it was he probably, probably it was nah. probably a publicist or the NBA oh, yeah, sent it sure. to him to his people to to be put out. Um, who knows? Who knows if he even even takes it back or even you know realizes well, the, the error in his ways. Question. We don't know. I mean, I think that's a part of the the agreement he has to do is like to apologize, which is also kind of crazy to me because the the requirements that are needed for him it's just like guys guys very unrealistic another side note of that how are we tired of cancel culture i know i know that a lot of canceling that happens is necessary but sometimes this shit just be getting like out of hand like I'm tired of fake cancel culture because we be talking about canceling people and they be canceled for like one day. Right. It'd be and fake outrage. Like it'd be like fake outrage. Now some motherfuckers do need to be canceled though. Facts. But sometimes it do be too much. I'm with it do be too much. Like this person stepped on my grandma's toe in 2016. And it's like, okay. But then the people who really need to be canceled don't really be canceled for real. I'm, like, I'm on the fence about cancel culture because I feel like there has to be a space for people to be able to come back and learn from their mistakes. So I don't know if I necessarily believe in cancel culture for like life forever. There has to be, you know, we're all human. No one is perfect. You know, we all mess up and make mistakes. But if you keep making the same mistake and not learning from that mistake, then that's a different issue. You Let's know, talk about cancelable offenses because I feel like there are some. Rape is a cancelable offense for me. Absolutely, cancelable. What's the word? Cancelable. Uh, we just, we just gonna say it's cancelable. Cancelable. What y'all think is cancelable? Racism is cancelable to me. Well, then that's all of America. Like, everybody wiped out because you have racism within the race. Right. Like, and, if, and if everybody's canceled, then nobody's canceled. Everybody's not racist. There We're are all a, a lot of racist sometimes. People. So I'm going to say everybody's not racist because children and babies have yet to be, you know, form their own opinions about society. But I think um, by being around certain people, thought process are put on you. So y'all don't feel like bigotry is cancelable. What is bigotry? broader than racism basically just discriminating disrespecting a group of people for a particular reason well okay cancel culture though isn't it um because it's like how the whole outrage um with drake's new album and 21 savage um which he ruined a perfectly good album because i love both of them um but it's, it's one of those things where it's like, because that's under, you know, mis uh, misogyny and 
bigotry and all those those words um but you like it because it's drake right like you enjoy him being petty you enjoy i have in the past but you know now i'm kind of like and I reached that point with R. Kelly years ago, you know, after it's, it's, it's like with Bill Cosby. Some, sometimes it's just too many rapes. Sometimes it's just, so what we say, it was too far. I think what too far is, is really on you, you as the individual. And that's where I think cancel culture has like spread like wildfires because there had to be extremes to canceling people for certain things. Like, I feel like the Me Too movement um, has definitely been one of those movements that um, you had to cancel people because of what was going on. Um, like, you really did. You couldn't really, like... But I cancel people all the time. Like, you know, I used to love the baby. He said too many, one too many things that I didn't yeah, like. So I can't listen to him anymore. Or Trey Songs, like... You know, we don't know what's going on with that man. I can't listen to him either. So it's like, I don't. I, I, he wasn't charged because the lady. It doesn't matter. It's like even, even sometimes it's giving. It's giving that right. Like I recently just kind of put mystical in. I love mystical. I, I'm a huge mystical fan. But even now that Dion uses it at his uh, as his startup, his uh, his music. Mystical. His pre-game music, it's like, mm, you know, he was always being kind of shot out about rape. And then he goes back again for rape again. It's like, bruh, sometimes there's too many rapes. Too many. Bruh. Too many. I mean, it's too many. many. Times you, you keep raping people, my nigga? <laughs> yeah, when it becomes consistently like a pattern, like, then we got to like, okay, now. This and why is, they keep he, letting what, you out? What did it for the baby for me was that random fucking rant on stage at that concert about sucking dick in the parking lot. Yeah, he's, he's mentally yeah, not with Okay, I don't know what this nigga got. Put your phone lighters up if you don't have AIDS. Or if you, sir, what? What are you talking about? Why are you about? trying to kiss random women all the time? Like, it's, this is creep vibe. It's creepy. It gives unhealed. It's giving nasty. It's giving disgusting. <laughs> Um, I'm definitely on the fence when it comes to R. Kelly, though, only because what? some of those. Um, not the, not the church those, girl. Church girl? Church girl? <laughs> because some of those women, kids or whatever, I blame their parents because they knew what was up. Well, they knew R. Kelly from being was. Cor correct it doesn't stop him from that but you put your your child in harm's way you knew well they what need to be blamed as well but being on a fence about the r kelly part like whether to like listen to his music or not to listen that's that's what i'm on the i fence. can't like, listen yes, i can't wrong, listen to none of it but it also Music okay, but all right. So let's not talk about the underage women. Let's talk about the grown ass women that he oh, was yeah. tying up, not letting go to the bathroom. So you don't think nothing of that? Let's forget yeah, the underage stuff. Okay, no, no, no. so I was just specifically talking about the underage. Them grown women, nah, hands down, sir. You gonna have to get your the but jail and then some. I'm not mad at you because I still stand for Chris Brown. So you know. But see, I don't blame. I, I stand for Chris Brown too, but I don't blame him. Like I blame R. Kelly and Chris Brown is and okay. 
Chris, I feel like he didn't like the 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 crime he did or whatever is not to categorize him as a rapist. Chris was like, also a child at the time. And yet he was still learning and growing as a human. Also, I think Rihanna is to blame as well, even though, you know, people say victim, there's a certain point in time where you have to walk away. If y'all sit in the car and he getting loud and it's not his first time doing all this hoopla, you have enough money, communication, work. you have enough sense to say, you know what, this is not a safe situation. I'm going to just get out the car. Like, I'm going to remove myself. But you didn't do that. You continuously... Was stuck but, in, in I bet I bet the different though, yeah. Because if he beat up some old people, Sarah would be still justified. With he beat up more people. I mean, there I'm is saying a lot. if he did beat up more people, that's what I'm saying. I only see one incident. So that's what I'm saying. If that was tr- if he had what we're talking about are people who repeatedly have a history right, of right. being corrupted yeah, on something yeah. they do and they do it again. If he was dating, you know, beat up some of them girls, mom, them uh, kids, mamas that he got, would twins right. still support him? I don't think so. No, I wouldn't. But I just personally been disgusted by R. Kelly since I was a child. So, you know, the disgust for R. Kelly just runs deep for me personally. Like, he literally came on. I was in the bathtub yesterday and a song came on and I almost bust my ass getting out the tub. And I said, yeah, kick it off. Like, it really turned my stomach. Like, <laughs> I remember being in sixth grade, like, what are we listening to? On a girl, just that don't sound right to me personally. And I feel like these people kind of not taking that as serious as it is. But, you know, I'm going to mind my child business. But that just sounds dis- disgusting to me personally as a child. So I've just been disgusted by R. Kelly myself for a long time, like decades. But I feel you, D. You know, I would say you know, it seems um, like you're ready. You know, yeah, I'm like, I'm hands down, you know, chew me up in the comments or whatever. I'm still listening to R. Kelly music. Like, yes, he's a rapist, wow. but also he's a musical genius. I haven't, wow. I haven't been like, you know what? I'm not going to listen to him mm-hmm. because of he's influenced so many other people. I would have to cancel him out too. I didn't know, like, I, I didn't know to... that the research team would be out standing. I know, but hey. Y'all handle her in the comments because I don't even want to talk about this no more. Uh, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, Wait, what was Dove finna say? Oh, I was just gonna say. Um, I think cancel culture. We can cancel people based on uh, rumors and all this, all this other stuff. But as far as like the whole Drake saying having a line about uh about Meg and whatnot, we don't know all the facts from that case. The, the the case was sketchy from the beginning. It never ever made sense, and we still don't was, know. He said Pardon it me? was a different Meg. Nah, it wasn't Meg. The somebody stallion. somebody said it was Elka the stallion, some German lady. Yeah, but um, it was a double entendre, so it had a double. Right, meaning. you knew it, right. and you said it right. So stop it. Of course, yeah. Stop he's, he's it. Being he being it. witty he with the creative. with the bars. That's, That's what you do. Yeah entertainment so if somebody tweeted it well if somebody if some random person tweeted it like what we canceled him yeah, too I'm even though we don't know him like he was being witty that's all it's, it's entertainment no it's not has black women and black men completely divided anyway yeah that's true but but if you cancel him for that then you you'd be the you you're the type to say 
that lyrics should be allowed in court. Do y'all believe that? No. I don't think Drake should be the one people get charged. In... Huh? Go ahead, Spoon. I don't think he should be canceled, but it did make me cringe and look at Drake a little bit like, mm, I don't know about you, bro. Right, because he, he got one more time. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's this repeat offense of like, we are already looking at him where there's a pattern where he's always around young girls. I mean, I'm just saying. He did come he's up on with being on, on college campuses. Like, I love Drake. And I was very disappointed that he had the audacity to make a statement that could have dual meaning that way. Period. Disappointed is a good word, especially since you're making all these like anthems for black women, and you act like you ride for us and shit. And then why you didn't have to throw that in there? You knew for a fact that we black women was gonna be pissed off about that, and you decided to throw it in there anyway. So, Maybe that so I'm just looking in- at you a little sideways. I ain't saying he need to be canceled. I'm just looking at him a little sideways now. It so, makes it hard to listen to the album. Yeah. What you said? I think that was his intent. Again, we don't have the facts, but what about all the all the bars that every rapper says that are hypothetical or that you think are hypothetical because you may not know who they're talking about? I'm just saying, in this, let's say we didn't know the lyric. There were some lyrics were tasteless, like even a lyric that um, 21 Savage came up. And I'm a huge 21 Savage fan. And I was shocked when he said this in a song. I'm getting the, ready to find it really quick. but And and, I'm, and if we don't know the facts, then why are you talking about she lied? If we don't know the facts. You don't know that. Maybe I the person not. he's talking about lied. And it's also, not the person we also these 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 entertainers drake drake is drake is as big as the president drake drake is as big as jay-z or, or anybody i'm sure he's privy and and has some type of information to things that nobody none of us know because we we just read on twitter we see it in social media but i'm sure he probably knows some things or doesn't heard from some he probably knows some i don't think he would just say that without Without having some type of back. Later, if I have to. I think that nigga shot her. He seemed like a bitch ass nigga to me. And he fully did that shit. And that's what I believe. Now, if it come out, he didn't. I eat my words. But I believe Matt. And his behavior after is giving me bitch nigga behavior. It's a leprechaun running around. It, it's, it's not only did he shoot her, his little, his little ass shot her. He has been causing and freaking havoc on this polar girl life. So that yeah. furthers. Go ahead. Go doing ahead. what? What is he doing? Harassing her, terrorizing her, calling, got the homies willing to go all kinds of ways for her. I mean, look at when this all happened, the baby was at the top of his game, like, or, or at the, the peak of his career, I would say, cause I don't know if his career is going to ever come back, but you I'm talking about the baby all, of Tory Lanez. I'm talking about remember that's what really started us kind of canceling the baby was first it was he brought Tory Lanez out at a concert that this was after the incident and she was there 
And remember, they had that song together, her and Megan and the baby, and like it was a great song. And they didn't even perform together. And it's just like, okay, so that was one thing that then led to the baby saying some other stuff that led to the baby saying some other stuff. And it's like, okay, now he got to get canceled. I'm saying that this is kind of where this feels like with, with Tori just being like continuously not just letting this shit go and it moving forward. I'm sorry. Like you can handle that legal shit so quietly. I mean, it's like with, you know, Tom Brady and Giselle, like we thought they was broke. Them boys, they got divorced quick. They were, and that's probably why he was out of camp them days. Like they was going through the paperwork. So it's like, I just feel like it's a, it's very tasteless with how they handle the situation. And it's, you have to give reason to that. You know what I mean? Like you just have to, because he just won't, this situation just won't die out. And it's really, really unfortunate. To I be think honest. it's intentional oh, that ahead. he does that. He's trying to create, you know, notoriety. He's trying to get more, you know, even more paid off of the drama, off of all of that. So yeah, he's he's trash, but he been trash. I have I don't like Drake. I haven't heard Tori say anything in an official capacity about it. When it first happened, it was all Meg talking. Tori couldn't talk. He had a gag order. He couldn't say nothing. He still can't say nothing. So other people speaking up for him, that's that's different than him him trying to keep up keep up a narrative. The narrative is that he is saying that he did not shoot her. That's the narrative. But she got shot. So if she, he didn't shoot her, who shot her? They never found bullet, bullet fragments. So her foot shot itself? <laughs> they said it was something else. They, they said it, there were no bullet fragments found in her feet. Dub, who did they say? Who is they? Uh, I believe the surgeon after her surgery. Okay. I just want to say you don't have to have bullet fragments. I was going to say that also. Shot by a bullet. There are other things that you can run, like forensics for a gunpowder on her foot, his hand, you know, that stuff stays with you for a little bit. So just because there were no fragments found in her foot doesn't mean she wasn't shot. Okay. Back to the lyrics that I did find with Mr. Drake. Spin about you. Great song. Track oh, yeah. six on her loss. I love this song when it first. And this is what I'm talking about. I'm listening. I'm vibing. I got feelings for you. This 21 Savage. Um, hope you ain't loving the crew. How many bodies you got? Why are you asking how many bodies anybody got? This is what Jasmine Sullivan was talking about on hotels. How many bodies you got? I hope it's just a few. Ain't that what he said? No. What did he say that too? He said, I pray it ain't more than a few. Oh yeah, something like that. And so, this this is the so stuff that I'm talking about. More than a few. That's what I'm saying, though. But why are we even talking about women's in their bodies? Like, this is this is what I'm talking about. So the beats right, and I hear this. I'm like, okay, 21. Like, I'm gonna let you have it. He goes, da 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 da. Had he had to pop your cherry, but I got it wet like a pool. Why is that? Why is that lyric necessary? Entertainment. No worries, I'll continue. So then 
But in the same, so talk about how Twin was saying that Drake is, he's the most clever, one of the cleverest rappers, writers out there. Because he, in the same song, Drake comes back and says, damn, just turned on the news and seen that men who never got pussy in school are making laws about what women can do. See that? Culturally, socially relevant. You hear that? You hear that? But but many of like our greatest you know artists and creators they they contradict themselves sure. And he continues, Drake, niggas put hands on you in the past, insecure because your body is precious. Four words when I think about them is crusty, musty, dusty, rusty. Eight words when I think about us is fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. That's not romantic. I mean, it's very direct and straightforward, so I appreciate that. However, I'm going to continue to be on my soapbox. And um, again, I, I don't like Drake. He still gives me wheelchair Jimmy energy. I have to say, <clears throat> the older I get, the less I can listen to male rap, to be honest, without cringing. Because, you know, I used to be able to separate music from real life, but niggas really be trash in real life, too. And I just be cringing. The older I get, the more I listen to stuff. I be like, this ain't, this not good for my spirit. I don't need to listen to this. I don't even think I'm going to listen to her loss. I, I don't think I need that in my life right now. I'm not in a good headspace when it comes to men, period. So I don't think that album for me, bruh. I'm gonna leave it alone for a while. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, another <laughs> item on <laughs> Quinn's shit list. And take a shot. I'm getting it, I'm getting it. <laughs> take okay, a so shot for me. Go back to the baby. So do we do we really do we feel like the, the baby's career is over? I don't know. He's canceled for me. I can't listen. I mean, until he... He's canceled for me too, but... Until he apologizes or reckon the things he's saying, I just, I'm not with it. Sorry. I'm not with it at all. But... He had a concert or something, and... It didn't sell out or something. So is he is he canceled for everybody? I didn't listen. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I don't listen to nothing he in or what he's. It just I don't. It it, it irks me a bit, you know. His voice, just knowing that he, you know, um, didn't. Uh, stand up for Meg, like, I just, I don't know, he, and he got a daughter, oh, and then the way him and the baby mama, that whole situation was crazy, that was some wild oh, stuff yeah, that they had going on, I forgot about that, and we're back, so, it's been a quiet week for Kanye, and I'd like it to keep it that way, next topic, we yeah, got, they got him <laughs> <laughs> 
They got Dang. him up out of here, boy. They they snatched his they snatched him up by his uh you know how when you was a kid you get snatched up but yeah they got him up by his shirt. He got to be like locked in a room or something. He probably going crazy, man, crazier. Yeah, like I, I hope said, he don't have now. Like I said, quiet week for him. I hope to keep it that way. Sending much love and light towards that man, and I hope that he gets better. Um, man, before we even go further, we have to give a a uh, condolences, send condolences to um, the family of Takeoff. Uh, wow, what a oh, what a loss, what a loss. Um, for those um, who may not know, but I believe uh, it's Kiris Nick Kari Ball, um, known as Takeoff, was shot and killed um, in Houston, Texas. And we, uh, he is one of the members of the trio group, the Migos, um, who were all family. Uh, being Quavo, his uncle, and his first cousin removed, uh, offset. I just want to send condolences to that community and that family, um, especially quality control. Um, and it just makes you really think, you know, when it comes to like how we, we are family, we're a group of cousins and layers of generations involved. I never would have saw it ending like this. You know, never, not in a million years. Like, and I think it, I mean, really like when I, I thought about like, like if we were all together and that happened to us, like, I, I can't even, there are no nothing. I got nothing. There is no way to, um, even describe that kind of loss. Um, because I don't think, especially in our family, I can't remember any of us being in the presence of the other one being lost or leaving this earth like in a tragic way like that. And I don't think in our family at all. But we see this in the black community time and time and time and time and time again. And we're talking about from the part shootings, somebody shooting up somebody's house. I mean, I done seen so many shootings, done been at so many shootings, but never once was it like my cousin, my uncle got shot and I was right there and I'm there with their body, like never. So I just, one, hate TMZ. TMZ, y'all need to stop. Y'all are out of control. Y'all telling, y'all telling news before the family even know and I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Oh, I thought they, I thought that's why they waited. Yeah. The family ain't up? No, I'm talking about the family. I don't think saw them videos. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Teams they ain't know that. about that. <laughs> yeah, they but this is, this is kind of on brand for, for TMZ. It, mm -hmm. I hate to say it, but you know, them, we know who control, control stuff over there. And I think uh what's his name that used to be on there? Uh Van Lathan. This is uh this is kind of was his argument back then, um, just their exploitation of the black community and as far as like their clickbaits and, and highlights and you know, things of that nature. But what I wanna say is is I think it was just the the biggest shock was that 
it was this member of the Migos that that got shot. Like the one, the one who stay out the way, the one who he's just as talented as Offset and and uh, Quavo, if not if not more talented. And he would he didn't even have nothing to do with it. He was just there. And I think that's 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 the terrible part. It just kind of makes you realize like this shit ain't promise. This shit could happen at any time. You could be in line at McDonald's getting the damn cheeseburger, and something happened, and they ain't got nothing to do with you, and you just. He ain't here no more. Just, you know, tell the people you love, you love them, count your blessings and all that stuff. Do we know who shot him yet? Mm-mm. No. Still, um, don't know. still don't know, but, you Someone know, like I said. No, nothing confirmed, but it's, you know, it's, it's speculations on multiple people and shooting we, and back and forth at each other. This ain't the speculating. This ain't that, uh, this ain't that podcast. We no, that's why. Right, that's why I ain't say I ain't say no names or who was with who. I'm just saying they said it was multiple shooters, and that's pretty much all the info they got. Yeah, that shit was wild. I didn't believe it. So random, like what? Yeah, when y'all put that in a group, I was like, "Huh? Bruh. Am I reading this?" Take off, bro. And I think what a lot of people forget is is how big the Migos are and how influential that they were and are in rap today, actually. Just the different flows that they that they started coming up with and the way they they put songs together and ad living, like not maybe not for us, but <clears throat> for a younger generation, that's like that's like their locks or their their dip set just because they're younger so i think they had a huge impact on well the music that we listen to today for sure and i can't even imagine how um quavo and offset are feeling right now especially we know um offset hasn't been on the best terms with with the other two so i know he going through it for real i mean even when you remove that layer of it it's like I go back when I realized how famous they were was seeing them perform at uh, Coachella one year and how they could like navigate a whole crowd, you know, and change like that's what you're talking about. They are the culture. They have set the bar for what we know in rap today. So I would say what's unfortunate is because of whatever it was that kept them from being um synchronized in that way that's what sucks is because now that's the first thing i said is like damn we never gonna see the migos again never and we hadn't seen them since culture uh three so it's like you know offset child is named culture like from cardi so it's not like you know their blood run thick and everybody go through those those moments but it just reminds you like with family if you doing something with those you love like that should be cherished above all else and it has to be because like Offset wasn't even on this new album um I didn't realize that I think they can trademark because um I was listening to Scrub the Ground the other day with Quavo Migos and City Girls and I realized that they weren't actually on the song they used their recorded ad-libs um, 
that Migos sound, you know, them, hey, mama, like all that on their, on that song. And so I think what is um, hopeful is that we, that's probably the best thing about all this is take off made timeless music and the way he made his music is he going to be here forever because those ad libs adding that in on a song it there was no like no one else said things like that or or it's so uniquely their own sound um and so we're going to wish that family all the best healing love and care uh, we just hate it. We hate to see it. We hate, um, I just can't stand uh, senseless gun violence. We'll talk about that a little bit in our segment later for politics. But yeah, shout out to his um, family. R really, I mean, all his family, uh, friends, people of that community. We love y'all and we just oh, wish y'all the best. The whole community, Atlanta community, you know, because there's a football game today, right? They're playing today, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I just wish everybody the best there in Atlanta. Uh, we're going to uh, segue from that into the World Series since it was in Houston. So some good news. You know, that's one thing that kind of sucked is with it being in Houston and Texas in general. But, you know, Texas is one of those states that has open carry, you know, and so that's a law. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how that investigation turns out. But the World Series was going on as well as uh, JSU was in H-Town for the weekend, killing it again. I, I, how do y'all feel about Coach Prime? I'm liking him. I wasn't, a, I wasn't really a fan at first, but now I'm becoming a little bit of a fan because they undefeated still. He, he clean with it. He bringing, he bringing uh, access and uh, light to the HBCU community. He, he definitely is uh, doing his thing out there, especially as a, as a first time coach on this level you know he's he's coached his son's team for a while before his son obviously moved on to JSU his sons because he has two sons on the team but he definitely know what he's doing and I'm sure I'm thinking once his sons are done at JSU he'll probably get a call from a you know some some power five school or a big school to come coach them and he'll just probably move up and go to the next level uh but what a lot of people say is that outside of football like he's just teaching these young men to to be men and how to conduct themselves and and all these things and what i read was in the past week as far as like after the the whole takeoff situation happened in houston he didn't allow any of any of the uh student athletes to leave their hotel rooms which i mean that because you got to think he's responsible for other people's children and he's just trying to keep them safe because Obviously, the streets of Houston are probably, like, real hot right now. And, you know, he just wanted to keep them boys safe. I mean, you really never know after a, 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 a famous rapper is killed in a city because one thing that I posed to the group uh, chat this week is what if it was Drake, right? And my other one of my other cousins said, oh, they burned that bitch down. <laughs> They burn Houston down. And it's like, it's true. Like, cause how much, how, you know, that's when you say burn things down, let me clarify. That means an unofficial riot. And what happens in those kind of riots is people are so angry. They just want to tear everything down. Now that's not, we don't condone that kind of violence. We don't, we don't condone, um, you know, destroying, uh, 
public property or private property for that matter. But that's what unofficial and rioted really looks like. It's you're so frustrated. You're so angry to the point that where you just want to burn everything down. And so um, I just I love that for Dion that he was able to keep his team focused because, you know, takeoff was, you know, 28 years old. A lot of those guys are young. Um, you know, they were kids, you know, listening to the walk it like I talk it, walk, walk it like, you know, these. I mean, that's I heard that in the um, stadium last night at the Georgia game. Like, I couldn't believe it. And, I, you know, and it, but it's Georgia, right? I mean, Georgia football is to some degree the A, you know, so it was just interesting to hear it in the background and just think about all those kids that grew up to the Migos and how they feeling, you know, just going through this time. So, but yes. The, the the boys in Houston, they won themselves a World Series. We had Jasmine Sullivan give us the best rendition of the national anthem. All right now. All right now. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. That's up for debate. Now we spoke about this. I know we spoke about it. I just, I, I know we spoke about it. Um, like I said before, I'm going to stick beside Whitney 110%. She opened up the door for Jasmine to be where she is today so let's not forget i will say you know that rendition of the national anthem was like probably top five hands down um especially for the culture but let's not forget what whitney has done just saying i ain't forget i'm just letting y'all know they won the world series so congratulations to the what's their name the astros Number one so far. The Astros? Yeah, the Astros. Houston Astros. Houston Astros, congratulations on the World Series. We found out in uh, our black, uh, that there was a black man who was the third, still having first, seconds, and thirds, uh, manager to ever win the World Series. So, we want to um, send a congratulations to Dusty Baker and those uh, uh, Houston players. Um, it's just it's was incredible to see his post interview conversation with the reporter, and it just gave me all the black. Not only did I get a black, blackly black, black national anthem, but then you know, a black man uh, was orchestrating that win. I thought was incredible. So I love to see it. We love to see it. And then we're going to go on to, um, you know, what's interesting about baseball in particular and why my argument for it being Jasmine Sutherland's best, her being the best rendition of a national anthem is because of white, uh, the baseball is America's, that's their real sport. Like they like football, but they really, really, really like baseball. And um, I feel like as it being a sport that a lot of, uh, black people, you know, they end up growing, playing when they're growing up. But, you know, when I I remember, you know, from the neighborhoods that we're from, like, it's all football. You'll have some people play a little bit of baseball, but Pop Warner is king. So it just begs the question, like, black athletes in white sports and how they either take it over and dominate it, like, uh, you know, uh, golf dominate white sport. Tennis, dominate, white sport. I'm going to just come out and say it. 
we're genetically better. We we built better. We are genetically superior. And that's why and that's why we have the ability to dominate at these sports. Whatever we really, really, really try at, I mean, football, basketball, even baseball, that shit comes easy. But anything that we try, we can we can definitely dominate. Agreed. I'm gonna use the word we are genetically predisposed. I'm sorry, I forgot to, the term. Yeah, yeah. Because there's no you can't use the word superior, those things also. I used to, it. They they lead to hate. So mm. we're gonna say your genetically black people of black of African origin are genetically predisposed to be better athletically in anything that we do. You know what's crazy? Here's a here's a here's a small story just from my own personal life. So when I was younger, I, I did play baseball. I played T ball first, stopped T ball, played football. And then I decided to play baseball when I, again when I was about nine or ten. So I hadn't played baseball in about, I don't know, four or five years. I joined the team late. So they made me try out versus kids that were already on the team. I went out there in like a little, some little outfit that you used to get like from Kmart. It was like Reggie Miller, but it was like no team. It was just the colors and some Jordans running around in, in clay. And I played better than white kids that had been playing their entire life. And I made the team and they didn't, and they were so upset. That's how you know we are genetically disproportionately. Is that it? Is that it, P? Nah, bruh. It's we are <laughs> genetically predisposed. Predisposed. That's it. That means Better. that we are we are born genetically yes. to be superior in athletics. But you can't say that we are superior people. <laughs> can't say that. That's not the ethical way to say that term. I know because I took ethics. I did too. I ain't passed though, but I did take ethics. That's a hard class. That's why it's, it's a hard lot of as hell. Yeah. No, we're not up. talking about the baby ethics. He talking about the real. They give you topics that help yeah, you understand what are yeah, what's ethically and moral. There is basically called ethical it was and moral principles. Okay, I'm sorry, brain. Okay. Back from break. Welcome back to the Call Your Cousins podcast. Welcome back. Next up on the docket, we have red flags. We don't have too much here. I think I just want to get some stuff off a of chest. Shot. Damn. This is really some bullshit. I'm going to take, take one <laughs> with some you. Bullshit. I'm going to take one with you. Appreciate you, cuz. You don't really have to, but. We ain't got some got some things to to bring to light for the a beauty. red flag happened to me last night, people. So I'm conversing with my ex. This is my ex of you know it was like on some love and basketball type. Like we grew up together. He lived in the same neighborhood, whatever. But he effed it up. But he so he been trying to get back with me ever since. Right? It's been years. I mean, maybe fifteen years or so, whatever. So anyway, fast forward to yesterday. So he went out, whatever. He was trying to come over. I was like, you know what? 
I've been feeling kind of lonely. I know him, you know, he's been trying to hang out. I'm going to let him come over. I said, I'm going to sleep. Okay. Hit me up when you leave. I'm going to repeat that. I'm going to sleep. Hit me up when you leave. It's about 5 o'clock p.m. I wake up around 7.39 p.m. approximately. And this person is sitting in my driveway. In the driveway. Okay. They just chilling. So you were unaware that he was coming? I was unaware. I mean, what did... I said, hit me up once again. Hit me up when you leave. Mm-hmm. Does that mean come over, guys? I mean, was the miscommunication on my part? As a man, no, it doesn't mean come over because I want confirmation that you're going to be there and I'm going to be able to get inside. And you know, shit going to be proper. So I feel what you're saying. And this is further proof that I know that you heard me say, hit me up. Because I checked my phone and I had five missed calls and five missed texts from this person. So when I didn't answer, you know I was still asleep. So why would you pop up? So my cousins was like, um, hey, somebody in the driveway. Now I'm scared. It's a random nigga in the driveway. I'm like, well, do I need to take, you know, the, the toolie out? What's going on? So he knew where you live. He came to the pool party. Ah. So he's aware of where I live. Which which pool party? Just curiosity. I don't know. I could have been. Both mm, I feel like I was at. You heard me? I feel like I was at both of them and still missed it. But anywho, that's neither. <laughs> I mean, I don't feel like anybody would remember anyone from the pool parties. So, you know. But anyway, so that's my, so I text him, I said, really? And then he proceeded to zoom off. So you knew you was wrong for pulling up in my driveway. Wait, so you, you confronted him about being there and then he ran away? I literally text, really, dot, dot, dot. Why are you here? And then he zoomed off. Oh, my bad. I'm drunk, blah, 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 blah. I said, so were you just gonna sit in the driveway until I woke up or what? That's weird. He was towed up at 7.30 in, in the evening? Yes. Damn, them damn, he had some mimosas and shit. He he went, he day party. I feel him. Yeah. I don't feel him, not for that part, but yeah, them day parties be get your ass. So that that's my red flag. And I just felt like I did, I mean, did I miscommunicate? I don't understand. Like, why do people feel entitled to pull up at your house? Nah, I ain't miscommunicate. Fellas, do not pull up unannounced. Ever in life. Ever. Particularly if she don't answer the phone. Bruh, just just go home and mind your business. You good. (laughs) And then this nigga sent me a picture of a bottle of Crown. Take the L. Like you ain't got liquor in your house. (laughs) (laughs) He was trying to woo you with some some crown. Damn. That's a a definite red flag. Thank you. Thank you. 
I'm gonna tell you now that you mention it. Oh Lord. Oh Lord, you got one. <laughs> this is actually a story I've told before, but um back when I wasn't like when I was not living right. Um <laughs> when he was for the streets, y'all. Yeah, streets. I was I was knee deep in the street. Yeah. Um definitely had a, a young lady at my at my residence. She stayed the night and the next morning, another young lady popped up at my door oh. uh, with her friends. Wow. Uh, somehow she got inside. They began fighting. Were you so, dating like exclusively either one of these young women? One of them I wasn't dating at all. Wow. Like she was on some like random stuff. But one of them, one of them, one of them I was like off and on for like two years. So in the house. Who let who in? I did open the door, but she said she needed she needed like a printer or something. She was coming to get a printer or something. Yeah, she got me. So they was they was fighting in the kitchen. Somebody was throwing barbecue chicken wings around the kitchen and shit. Yeah, this is a this was a this was a wild time. <laughs> I'm like, bro, like get y'all clean and get out of here. Like, what the fuck what is this? Sound good. Oh, did anybody there, stay? There's actually another. Yeah, the one that was already there, she stayed. I kicked the other one out. There's actually wait, another layer to this. Wait, clip. wait, so <laughs> the one. Wait, 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 wait. I got a question. <laughs> The one you was two years off and on, is that the one that showed up or the one that was already there? She was already That's... there. Okay, so the one that showed up, you wasn't even dating her or nothing? Never. Mm-mm. Wow. But so in her, like... she wasn't, she wasn't all the way, but she still ain't all the way wrapped like. She ain't wrapped too tight, huh? Too tight. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know what she like had in her head or her mind. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doing it or saying anything to let her believe otherwise. But that's just that's just what she drew up wow. in her head, I guess. Um, yeah, them red flags do not show up to anybody's house, men and women. This goes for everybody. Don't show up uh, unannounced. I said, not unless you want your feelings hurt. Um, I have a, I guess a red flag as well, but not showing up to, cause I don't, I don't believe in that. Nobody knows where I stay. Um, only Jesus himself. So. And the FBI. <laughs> literally. <laughs> <laughs> and Amazon. Hazel's <laughs> know where all of us stay. <laughs> right, right, right. And after that, uh, can we talk about Bezos? Just remind me, because I was really okay. about him this morning. Go ahead. Oh boy. But I would say my um my red flag is people, men and women, believe literally what they want to believe. It matters not that you've told them X, Y, and Z. They literally will take that information and translate it differently and you're like how sway mm-hmm. prime example i was talking to this person 
we stopped talking, remained friends. Now it's kind of like, the person didn't realize that I'm, I guess you could say there was like, there's no hope or like, I don't believe in saying, hey, I'm not going to ever talk to you again or this is final because, you know, God got different plans, but I'm not actively pursuing you. I'm not actively pursuing anything romantically with you. Said this several times, changed my behavior, showed through my actions. Literally, the person, it didn't click for them until a mutual friend was like, hey, bruh, it's a no. Like, it's a wrap. It's never going to happen again. That's when the light switch turned on. I said, it's been years that I have been saying this. And now, today, you want to take the information and be like, oh, okay, I get it. I understand. What were you doing before? So so basically, to, to them, the person that's involved in it is telling you one thing, but you don't believe it. But when a, uh, an arbitrator, I guess, says something, now you're like, oh, okay, okay, I feel you. Like, come on. Yeah, I Listen, hear you. Listen, been saying this for years still thought it was some hope and I'm just like I I don't understand like I'm a nice person and I'm very you know thoughtful about how I say things but you're kidding right so basically you just want to hear what you want to hear that's fine I think men and this is how they get themselves in trouble you know with the me too sometimes I think men think being persistent Mm -hmm. is not harassing you know what I'm saying and they think they can wear you down. And that might work with some people, but read the room. You know, like, yes, you have to read the room. If I'm blatantly telling you, hey, no. sir, it ain't going to happen. It ain't happening. Like over and over again, just stop it. My no means no. Ten toes down. Unwavering. But some um, men are that way. Uh, yeah, they are. I mean, shit, I got friends like that, but I hear no one time, oh, I bet <laughs> I'm out. Thank you. I just need to like, hear one time. Okay, straight, straight. I'm good. There's <laughs> plenty of other fish in the sea. Hello? Bigger fish, nicer fish, right. cuter fish. Hello? Hey. So, continue. So, I didn't listen to the red flag. And I let this person come back after he left and I cussed him out. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there are uh, so there are additional red flags. <laughs> this, and this is why, ladies and gentlemen, you listen to the first red flag and just nip it in the bud, okay? So, so what you're saying is if you listen to the first one, the first red flag, there would have been no second, third, correct. fourth, or fifth. Yeah, to deal with why you listen to the first the first sign you know what just stop right there i'm gonna go ahead and stop Stop right right there there at the first one yeah (laughs) you know what i see where this is going and we just gonna stop it right here leave it right there we're gonna leave it right there (laughs) we're gonna leave it right there not pass go but just listen to the first the first warning signs people that's that's the moral mm-hmm. of the story we should get shirts that say that do not pass go do not click <laughs> my i'm sure it's, it's out there already it's a no it's a no do not pass go do not collect 200 dollars 
It's a no. No. Just no. Okay. Any more red? Red flags. Red flags. Red. Well, let us know y'all red flags in the comments for you know this week. What y'all mm -hmm. experienced? Y'all ignored? You know, we'd like to know. And tell us was <laughs> right in twin. I actually just edited that part out. I forgot what I was gonna say. Tim, just take that part out. Yeah, Tim. I mean, that'll, 20. That'll you still, you still got to take a shot, though. Okay. Don't be popping up on people. Ladies, gentlemen. Speaking, speaking of red flags and the color red, let's talk about the colors red and blue. It's time to vote, y'all. It is. And Did I'm you vote? early voting. Are you going to vote? The I'm importance. Let's so, go. So I have not voted yet. Kept saying I was going to early vote. I haven't. So I guess I'll be out there with the peasants on Tuesday. No, I to kept vote in Georgia. You said what? I kept missing it too. I kept saying I was going to early vote, but I'll be there on Tuesday. Make sure y'all go early. Um, you know the on Tuesday. Open up that date. Treat it like, you know, the club before 12, whatever it is. Get in line early. You don't want no situations. So, yeah. yeah. You know what? My precinct is literally always empty, no matter what day or time I go. Lucky you, my shit downtown. So, oh no. You need to leave today. <laughs> right. Real. Go get in line. I'm going to go get in that Black Friday line. <laughs> Y'all are standing in line. Black Tuesday. Yeah. Drop. Go ahead and stand in line so your voice yeah. can be heard and make a change. Right. Because uh -huh. in, in, in Georgia, not, not being biased and saying telling anybody who to vote for, we cannot let this dude Hersha Walker become oh my God. a senator. Good God. You just can't. Lord oh, help sweet us. Baby Jesus. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. Lord. Oh, boy. Her okay. shall not. Okay, it it can't, y'all. Just the so, black community so, ten years. So do you want other other than other than it being we we feel socially responsible to vote? I want to hear from a few of y'all. Just why do you vote, particular in particular? What about you, research team? So for me, I vote because number one, my parents kind of instill that into me at a young age. Um, so I feel very, you know, responsible and, you know, that's the thing that you're supposed to do. Also people, you know, on a broader scale, our ancestors couldn't vote. They didn't have a voice. People have literally died for this right. Mm -hmm. Like people have literally died, blood, shit, tears, all that. So I feel compelled to vote as well for that. And also I went to an HBCU and, you know, it was kind of indoctrinated like, hey, this is, this is what you do. This is how you make a difference. This is something that's not going to only impact you, but your children's children's children. 
So what you do today, it has an effect on how you will live or not live 10 years from now or how somebody else will live. So be responsible and vote. What about you, Twin? What you think? You know what D said, but also, you know, I feel like it's your civic duty. You know, I believe in jury duty and all that type stuff. Like, if you really want, that's your way as a normal citizen to have your voice heard. You know, you can't complain about what's going on and what's not right if you're not voting. And I, a lot of people do. And it's like, well, what are you doing? Are you doing your part to make and bring about change? So I really feel like that's my like small part, you know, in having my say so in how things work. And then like the first time I voted was when Obama got elected. And it just really made me feel like, I don't know, I think I was on a high ever since then. And ever since I was like, I have to vote because I contributed to, you know, the first black president. So that's why I vote. I definitely feel you on that one because that that Obama election that was the I'm sure for you because you and I are pretty much the same maze. That was the first time I was eligible to vote. Right. So I was like, of course I'm about to go. I got a Correct. black president coming up yep. to to to, and I can vote for him. Yeah, I'm gonna go do that. So I definitely and I much like you, I just felt I felt responsible to to go vote, and it is a civic duty. It and it's a privilege. Yeah. Um. Many countries, you don't have the ability to vote. You got dip dictators. You got communism and mm -hmm. all the all this other type of stuff. And even in this country, if you're a felon or whatever, you you're not allowed to vote. So right. that's one of the um. That's one of the things that 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 they do take away from you. Um. And then also just voting, it don't cost you nothing. It you don't have to do anything. All you got to do is is be registered in your county or whatever and um go to your little precinct or you can have them send it to your house you don't even have to go anywhere you gotta go nowhere but i mean your 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 vote does matter and it does count because i know a lot of people think ah well i don't vote because it's just me like it ain't gonna make a difference but if everybody has that mindset and there's a million people that don't vote that that'll make a big difference in your state or mm. wherever you live so I think it's I think it's imperative that everybody does uh vote when they can if they do have the ability. Just it's 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 really your only way of speaking up for yourself. Yeah. Exactly. Put it putting your little input in your little two cents on where you want, you know, wherever you live to to be to go. Cause it might not affect you directly or immediately, but it'll probably affect your children and their children. So yeah. It's definitely important. Agree. Mm -hmm. Go vote, y'all. Go vote. Go vote, everybody. So here's and the go to jury duty. Oh, I ain't never been called for jury duty, but <laughs> I go. Sure. I ain't gotta go to work. That's fine. Correct. So um what are what are what are y'all takes on just because this this actually affects our culture so much not only with the recent deaths of several rappers but just in day-to-day -day life in black culture but what do y'all think about i guess gun violence or how do you think 
the gun laws should go or which which way should they be steered or something's got to change seriously yes i feel like gun violence particularly in georgia and texas specifically probably florida too it's out of hand i just read this story the other day about this mother and her two kids got killed in a road rage incident because this person saw them saw the mother laughing and thought they were laughing at them for getting cut off in traffic so they literally followed the mother and the kids and shot them up like what the fuck it's 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 too far like it's too many crazies out here able to have weapons and something gotta give like i am mm-hmm. all, i have a gun i am all for you know protecting yourself or even if you want to hunt or whatever the fuck but this shit is out of hand like i feel like I, and i don't even watch the news no more but i get alerts every single day somebody getting shot down the street or in atlanta somewhere it's some road rage like it's crazy something has to be done like i think i think there are far too many handguns because handguns are the only guns that are designed to kill other people other than obviously the ones that the military uses like uh, uh assault rifles and whatnot but there are far too many handguns on the streets and yeah. i would i would assume that most of the killings are done by illegal handguns um so it i don't know how much that can be policed or, or governed but as far as the legally obtained hand handguns, I think people need there needs to be a deeper background check when people are getting yeah. are getting guns. There needs to be a psych evaluation, like at least like a bare minimum. Just to, yeah. oh no, you crazy. You don't you don't even need this. <laughs> right. And in fact, we're gonna send somebody to check on you ASAP. Like it's 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 really crazy. Like people just just dying for no reason like no it makes you scared to go outside as an adult correct that's why i instacart uber eats because i ain't got time but i also feel that we need stricter you know gun control laws but for me it's like a, a money component i think the laws need to be changed where it's more in a, set as an incentive that says hey you know what, it takes you a longer period of time. You have to go, you know, under uh, several psych evaluations. Once you pass, the state gets some type of incentive monies for you having um, this weapon and you have to, you know, basically re-register every, you know, six months or every year, like some type of stipulation. I was going to say the same thing. Cause it's like it's like you could go get a gun, like you want to get draws, like you just go in and come out. And it's just like eh, that was it, and it's just like, but wait, what? You can so literally, it can't be that you can literally, and you, obviously, like people do have concealed carry uh, licenses, but that's just to carry on your person. But you can literally walk into a gun show and walk out with a used gun, yeah. like, and you don't need nothing. All you need to be is uh twenty one. And that's just that's that's crazy to me. No, no, I agree with that. They need stipulations on the purchasing of the gun. They need stipulations on the purchasing of bullets. They need to have um where it's like how it's like hunting season. They need to have in season 
and out of season where you can, you know, purchase but so many mm-hmm. and then that you're capped at a certain amount. Like, I don't understand why people have like maybe like six or seven or eight. It, you only got two hands. What you need with all these guns? You know what I'm saying? I understand if you're like a collector, but that should be a different certification. You can only collect the gun. You can't buy the bullets for the gun. You know what I mean? Like, and they should, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, the same way they send people around with the census and stuff to, to take, you know, mm-hmm. statistics and stuff. Go to go to people's houses. How many guns do you have? Oh, I got seven. Oh, you're only registered as having four. Where did these other three guns come from? That might help take additional guns off the street. Um, Make them pay uh, taxes on the guns. Just something. Pay taxes. And, and I'm definitely not against firearms i'm against obviously what people do with them sometimes and maybe the ease the easiness or the word the easiness in which it is to obtain them Um, and i feel like new york is a good example like you can't own a gun in new york as an ordinary citizen anymore Mm -hmm. and their crime has like plummeted you know in new york city New York City, that's what I mean. Yes, yeah. New York City. And I just don't understand why other cities haven't, you know, started to adopt. adopt. I mean, it doesn't have to be as strict, like, because you can't own a gun at all in New York City. It right. don't have to be that strict. You're going to jail, jail, if you have one. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you have to register with the police department or something if you have a gun. It don't have to be that strict, but I just feel like that's a good example of how crime can go down if you mm-hmm. put, you know, some restrictions on regular everyday people owning guns. Mm-hmm. So, especially Georgia, it's too, people in Georgia are crazy. It's too many road rape. Like people feel too comfortable just pulling out a gun mm-hmm. over nothing, over everyday stats. And this is the worst time. I personally feel like this is the worst time in mental health for everybody so people don't be needing their own yeah it's not a good time and just to be clear um guns don't kill people it's the human beings who kill the other human beings that have guns people don't know how to effectively communicate their thoughts and their feelings and because i say i don't like you or i can't stand you now you have to die like that's the escalation is out of control. Like nobody has a middle or a mid range of like thought process. It's like, oh, I don't like you. You don't like me. You're going to die. And it's just like, but, but why? Because they stepped on your shoe? Because they ate the cracker wrong? Like they were laughing in traffic and you thought it was about you, but it really wasn't. They were actually listening to something on the radio that was funny. And now this person has to die? Are y'all serious? Y'all are taking away a life because you thought incorrectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's wild to me. It's wild. So I definitely believe in heavier restrictions and you know gun control laws. And I feel like you know maybe we just need to be like New York and be like, hey, we can hit in a massive reset. Can't nobody have nothing oh, now. Because I think that that behavior will, you know, correct itself. Or maybe people will just start beating people up with their hands and not physically with, like, glocks. I feel like the city of Atlanta should should do that. 
because crime has gotten ridiculous here. And all these politicians keep talking about all these things they're going to do to reduce crime. Ain't none of that shit working. What are y'all doing? It's too many guns out here and too many mentally ill people able to just get guns and shooting people over dumb stuff. Like, just stop it. I feel like we need some type of restrictions, but we'll see each other. Maybe Stacey will win and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They need to start putting, like, little chips in the, um, in the guns mm-hmm. to track people down because at this point we need something yeah. and how many guns do we really need manufactured every year like don't we Yo, have enough chips in the guns why nobody they ain't thought of that else? no they have oh that messes up the money that's not a lucrative idea that's actually being you know responsible and safe and being able to to track people down that have used the guns incorrectly, mm-hmm. you know, that violate somebody's amendment. Well, but yeah, I'm, I'm for it. All righty then. <laughs> Dang it. It's um, almost that time okay. to eat good, y'all. I'm hungry too. Yes. Everybody hungry. Thanksgiving around the corner.